0: Very soon, the Yankee teachers came down and set up school. But oh, how the Rebs did hate it. It was against their rule. Our masters tried to hide book learning from our eyes. Knowledge didn't agree with slavery. It would make us all too wise. Then I got a little cabin, a place to call my own. I felt as independent as the queen up on the throne. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Our warrior today fought for abolition, women's rights, racial justice, voting rights, and more. She was a poet, teacher, public speaker, and writer who's considered the mother of African-American journalism. Let's talk about Frances Harper. Frances Ellen Watkins was born in 1825 in Baltimore, Maryland. She was the only child of free parents, though at that time the state of Maryland still allowed slavery. When Frances was just three years old, both of her parents died. She was then raised by her maternal aunt and uncle, Henriette and Reverend William Watkins, and took their last name. Frances' uncle was a minister, teacher, activist, and abolitionist, who had a major impact on Frances' life and work. She attended his school until she was 13 years old. The following year, Frances started working as a seamstress. When she wasn't working, she was writing, and when she wasn't writing, she was reading. Frances was bright and curious and was always looking for ideas to share and stories to read. In her early 20s, Frances published articles and poems in her local newspaper. She also wrote pieces for anti-slavery journals and completed her first book of poetry called Forest Leaves or Autumn Leaves. Then, in 1850, Congress passed the Fugitive Slave Act. The Watkins family left Baltimore for Ohio. There, Frances was the first woman to teach at Union Seminary, before moving to Pennsylvania to work with the Pennsylvania Abolition Society and the American Anti-Slavery Society. In 1854, Frances gave her first public speech as part of the abolition movement. She did such a good job that it launched a two-year lecture tour. Francis's speeches focused on abolition, equality, and women's rights. In 1854, she also published Poems of Miscellaneous Subjects. The book was quite popular. Four years later, in 1858, a hundred years before Rosa Parks would become famous for a similar action, Frances refused to give up her seat or moved to the designated colored section of a trolley car in Philadelphia. The following year, Frances became the first African-American woman to publish a short story in the U.S. Her story, called The Two Offers, appeared in Anglo-African magazine. Throughout her life, Frances' writings, both fiction and nonfiction, told the story of the African-American experience in that era and urged social change. In 1860, Frances married Fenton Harper, and the couple had one child together. Fenton died just four years after their nuptials. Frances continued her activism and writing after the Civil War. She traveled through the South during Reconstruction, teaching former slaves and speaking and writing about their living conditions. Her journey led to her book entitled Sketches of Southern Life. She wrote and spoke about the need for greater access to education, women's suffrage, and temperance. Frances spoke at the 1866 National Women's Rights Convention and urged the women there to fight for black women's rights. She said, We are all bound up together in one great bundle of humanity, and society cannot trample on the weakest and feeblest of its members without receiving the curse in its own soul. From 1883 to 1890, she organized for the National Woman's Christian Temperance Union and she helped to create the National Association of Colored Women in 1894, alongside Ida Wells Barnett and Harriet Tubman, among others. The organization sought to advance the rights of African-American women. Their campaign centered on women's suffrage, anti-lynching, and fighting Jim Crow laws. The organization still exists today. In 1911, Frances died of heart failure at the age of 86. She was buried next to her daughter, Mary, who had died two years prior. Frances Harper remains a literary legend and one of the most important writers of her time. She was a poet and a passionate activist who used her lived experiences to promote social change. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another warrior. This week of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Native. No matter what you're fighting for, Native deodorant ensures you smell good doing it. Many deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating. Not Native. Native is made with ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter, and it really works. I've tried many different deodorants, and I think Native deodorant is the way to go. If you don't believe me, they've got over 9,000 five-star reviews. There are more than 10 cents, and there are options for those who prefer unscented or have sensitive skin. Personally, I'm a big fan of the Cucumber and Mint and the Lavender and Rose. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code ENCYCLOPEDIA during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com with the promo code ENCYCLOPEDIA for 20% off your first purchase. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.